When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now, you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome today to The Meta Show. We have a fireside edition for you all today. Sunday, we hit it real hard. We corrected some serious, serious, serious smog. We wanted to dial it back enough. Let's have a nice show. We're going to talk about a lot of fun things. We're going to talk about what's happened for the last we're going to talk about going on right now we're going to talk a lot about fish because my boss is a fish enthusiast and we're going to have some fun fountain frank will be here later we got an action-packed show and i'm uh, all as right. always i'm let, going let's see if uh, we have our fireside crew with us merc and nom nom uh to join us as your audio be popping as they're saying in chat brisk i don't know if that is you roboting i don't know if you guys can hear me just fine or if it's oh uh, as always I have best laid plans of mice and man i try to be good and it doesn't work out so there you go i fixed my audio and now i'm even louder than you thought it all right there we go uh i'm fine so the, the issue is yeah so um there you go <laughs> one of the reasons uh now everybody's screaming but uh, they're just gonna have to deal with that's it. what they uh, get yeah, you can adjust your volumes accordingly. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, we're, we're just going to have a, a, a super chill, super relaxing fireside show uh, is that the fire is uh, Trappy's hopes and dreams and 337 of their fucking titans are trapped in RM2 Hell Camp. And we are going to do our level best to throw the galaxy's greatest Hell Camp it's on us to fuck it up. Hopefully we can keep them there. Um, but, you know, last week when we all got together, we didn't know that uh, we had 337 Titans. And we got together on the meta show when we smogged for an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, we made some memes. We heard some blurfs. We talked about some fish. We're going to be talking about fish a lot more today. You asked for it. You, I warn you, when you guys make a gimmick, I will lean into that fucking gimmick. You want to hear about fish, you're going to hear about fish. But uh, I don't need to wear a black shirt today. I don't really need to, to herf too many blurfs because we have 337 of their fucking titans trapped. 337. Try to not lose any fucking titans on your way through the parking lot. Anyway, uh, clerk's references aside, uh, fuck, man. Where do we start? All right. So I, I thought I would run us through real quick uh, the state of, of what has happened over the last week because it's pretty crazy. We've had a significant number of things happen and it's just been uh, just a crazy week and the numbers are even absurd so let's walk through that real quick and we'll just do that and we can talk about it so we got yeah, this let's is establish the, the facts on the ground the week in numbers all right so it started off january 1st that was the pew pew and m2 we killed 129 pappy titans not capitalized because they don't have any more caps titans destroyed their fleet is trapped in m2 they're trappy now. We're going to call them trappy until they get out of the trap. They're no longer passby. The one time they didn't pass, they got trapped. So now trappy. Exactly. So the next thing happened, obviously, was on January 2nd. The next day we started this massacre, and I spelled massacre wrong because I'm really bad. In M2, 
166 Titans we killed. 75 of those were non-ghosts, we think. We're not 100% sure what the ghost versus real number was. But we killed, we got 166 kill males. At least half of those are dead, or close to half of those are actually dead Titans. It doesn't matter. In the end, it was the biggest Titan loss for any one lopsided Titan loss in the history of EVE Online. It was a massive victory for the Imperium, and that kind of got the the stuff moving in, in, uh, in our direction this week. Next up, January 3rd, the Hell Camp begins. We have been sitting there. We have had hundreds of players, multiple full fleets around the clock sitting there. And the best part has been they've just been trickling Titans and Supers and Faxes and other capitals in onto the grid. They die so fast you can't even get on them. You can't even get the stuff locked half the time before these capitals are dead. That has been the, the M2 Hell Camp, and it's been a lot of fun. And if you're in the Imperium, there's a pretty good chance you've been out there and you sat on it. January 5th, this was, this was beautiful. Tuesday night, we outform Pappy in U.S. time zone. It has almost never happened that we've been able to pull this off at any point in the war. So much so that they stood down on the final reinforcement, the final capture of the iHub in M2 tech, which makes it impossible for them to put Sino Jammers up, which is, has been their standard go-to until the M2 fights. They only wanted to fight us under uh, their Sino Jammers. They took one fight where it was where they didn't have the Sino Jammer up, and they got slaughtered. So the inability of them to, 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 to hold that, to even take that fight, when everything was on the line, when they've got 337 Titans logged off in that system and they can't get out, that was a huge win. And I think it, it, it demonstrated, at least to me and the rest of us, that our, our opponents have a real morale problem. Next up, same night, Mitten's mic drop on Trash Talk Tuesday, and we, we get the official epitaph of this war as, as stated by Villy, at least we tried. I mean, that, I, I can't, Mitten, do you want to talk about, a little bit about that before I go into the next stuff? I mean, that's pretty crazy, the fact that. I mean, you know, I, I, everybody keeps saying that, that I, I like play like a, a wrestling heel here. I don't think I'm very good at it, right? Like I, I, I like would have to end up like taking some improv classes or something uh, and take it seriously and not have done uh eating a lot of sandwiches before I make an appearance. Cause you guys know me, I'll ramble on and I'll have like tangents within tangents within tangents. Cause I'm just running my fucking mouth. And you know, I had a lot of fun doing that, but I listened to the recorded afterwards. I'm like, if I could get that to be about as half as long and cut out the tangents, then I realized that I have to do a lot more work. But I mean, I, so I might do this later. Like this might be like a, a wrestling heel gimmick where I go into like, I'm gonna. We're gonna destroy you. This is by the time that we're done with you, all the things that'll be written about you in the history books are going to be the extent of your failure and how many of your people have suffered due to your incompetence. And I hold them responsible as well because they chose to follow you. They did not understand their enemy, and now this is what they get. Like I can try that stuff, but I mean, I didn't watch, watch wrestling as a kid, so yeah, like you know, it, it, it's gonna be work. And I am very lazy. As everybody knows in my organization, I am extremely lazy, which is why I am a good leader, because I try to find the best people and delegate to them because I'm just that lazy. But like, you know, it, it could be a whole thing. Uh, you know, I, I like to be I like to keep people guessing. But uh, at this point, uh, you know, when when I uh, kind of got up in Billy's grill there, 
Uh, I just wanted to find him on a talk show that wasn't crying in stations, right? Like that was the first opportunity that I saw that dumbass out on a talk show where Matterall wasn't there to like try to make everything courtesy and ooh, people have conflict. And I have a lot of respect for Matterall because he is, uh, I, I want to say this because this is, this is important. Matterall is a pure soul. He is a guy who genuinely wants everybody to get along and believes the best in everyone in the sense that everyone should be courteous, everyone should get along, and we can always find a middle ground to, find, to, to agree upon. And that would be great if this wasn't the game of EVE Online. I disagree with that stuff. I don't think that human nature works that way, and I certainly don't think that hardcore spaceship politics and video game nerd shit works that way. But I understand where Matterall is coming from, and I understand what he wants to do over on Crying in Stations. Um, but that was the first time I caught Villy out. I saw him on a talk show where somebody wasn't going to church lady uh, all over the place just because I screamed at him and said, fuck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, I, I had my fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Uh, but it sounds like I'm going to have to do a lot more work to like learn how to act like a wrestling heel. And, or I, I'm not sure whether I should go like a Vince McMahon vibe or if I should like try to channel Mr. Smith. Like, here, here's the thing. I'm not funny. Like I, I am, I might be funny looking. I might do funny things occasionally, but like I know my limits. I'm not like a, a witty, funny guy. Like there are people that are much better at being like witty and funny. Like everybody else on this fucking show is way more. Like I play a, a decent straight man. I'm great to have people make jokes at my expense because I can play a straight man great. Uh, Tee hee, flounce, flounce. But uh, you know, uh, I, I don't think that I'm ever gonna win any awards for making people laugh but that's fine that's not my job my job is to be a fucking space emperor and i i do my best there you go all right so that was january 5th fast forward two days later or a day later january 6th this was another like i couldn't believe this happened we successfully destroyed the DTAC w ihub that was pl's capital system for those of you who are not aware when you set up a capital system in the current entosis fozzy sob aegis anything it takes half as long for you to defend as it does the good guys to go and attack. They had everything going for them. They formed up 2,000 plus people. We had fights all over the constellation. Uh, and they had they had nodes that were popping in T5Z in, in, in areas that they completely controlled that we were not really in. And we still beat them. And we destroyed the iHub in there. We destroyed all the iHubs and the systems coming up from Fountain, from ZXB on up. We took back a ton of Delve sovereignty, including a number of, of iHubs that were in systems with Keepstars that they had been ready to go. All the Doom Clock stuff, they told us, oh, you, you put this Doom Clock up and it's not working, and now you gave us a great tool, now we know what we got to protect. Well, it didn't work. So the day before, in U.S. time zone, we outformed them. The next day, we didn't outform them. We were still fighting, we were still fighting outnumbered in, in EU time zone, but we won the fights. It was pretty crazy. Uh, I, I, I will say that was one of the very few times that I actually enjoyed an Intosis fight. We had a good time out there. Uh, and the fact that we actually ended up winning it was, was pretty impressive. Next day, every single structure that Pappy put up in M2, from their staging Fortazar off the Keepstar, their Rataru, all of them completely destroyed. And they didn't even contest it, unless you want to say the 12 interceptors that came around for like five minutes and saw what we were doing and then left was contesting. It was unbelievable. They have 337 Titans stuck in the system and they have nowhere to perch anything to prep, even to like, 
you know, even to, even to light signups to bring in guys to help them get out, to, to bring in a subcap fleet to help them get out. They got nowhere to put them. I just, it was unbelievable that we were able to do this and that we did it. And then last night, thanks to the efforts of our dear friends in the Black Hand and elsewise, they figured out 337 Pappy Titans confirmed it. And I'll give you the numbers here. Do you guys, can you walk through how they did this? Because that's pretty amazing uh, what these guys were able to put together in order to confirm this stuff. Uh, Nam and Merck haven't had a chance to talk yet. I, I know how yeah, the, the thing went. I don't know if either, either Merck or Nam know the story. I do know, know the story, and then we'll... Uh... All right, fuck it. We'll just... Yeah. So basically, um, Nominate, do you, do you know the story? I don't know the story. Okay, well... Fuck it. So here's the deal. Uh, locator agents, guys, you can play along at home. Like, I know that everybody watches, everybody who's in Trappy, who's like rage watching the show, uh, you know, you can do the homework yourselves, right? You can crowdsource this. This is open source intelligence. Uh, we know who was on the grid when the server went down uh, because there's videos of it. And you run locator agents, uh, just bog standard locator agents on like 728 or whatever these dudes. And uh, then uh, we had a guy named uh, one of our guys, Penguin Bacon, a lot of our Blazing crew, uh, Tibberizzle and them, they all worked together and coordinated this and uh, just went down the list and ran a locator agent on every single Titan that was hostile that was involved in any of the M2 shit. And that's how we know who's in T5ZI. That's how we know who is still in M2 uh, and exactly who they are. And we have also started to drill down on the data uh, and this is this is where it's a judgment call, right? You, we know there's 337 Titans because of the locators. Uh, the judgment call stuff is analyzing the kill boards, which our guys have now started doing because they had so much fun with the first bit, to go through and look at the kill boards of each of these characters that is trapped and try to make a, a judgment call as to whether they are alts or mains, right? So like, you know, if you see a Titan character that's trapped and it's all Titan stuff on the kill board, you know, it's not somebody's main. If you look at their kill board and it's clearly being used for other things besides just Titan combat, you go, oh, or if it's a well-known character, you're like, oh, well, that guy's just stuck there on his main. And it looks like there's about between uh, 10 and 15%, maybe more, of the ones that are trapped there are, uh, are their mains. So that's cool. And so for the breakdown, here's the breakdown. 93 Test Titans, 69 Pandemic Horde Titans. Nice. Yes. 61 Fraternity Titans, 61 NC Dot, 20 PL, 12 Brave, 9 Army of Mangoes, and then 13, all the rest of the guys, Requiem, Fed Up, and, and, and 7 Sanctum and those guys, they're all in there too. 337 is the week in numbers. So that's it. I That's 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 the substantive part of at least this part of the show. Uh, it's pretty crazy. And Mark, you were out Thursday night. Talk about the fleet that you took out and we're just, and we're just doing stuff because it was pretty wild. I mean, I was there and it was, it was pretty crazy. That was a situation where brisk. I was really glad that there was a recording of the stream because I had to remind myself the next day what ended up <laughs> happening because I didn't remember. Um, 14 beers lost their lives, 12 big waves, a couple Bud Light limes. Um, I, I don't, I don't even know how this started. I was, I started participating in the hell camp fleet. We were all listening to music. We were streaming it on Twitch and I don't know. The next thing I know, I'm with like 30 or 40 people, three or four systems away now in random cruisers and like 60 interceptors warp onto the grid and we're in a fleet fight. I'm not in comms. I'm not in a squad leadership position. I can't warp anybody. I can't. So I'm just giving fleet instructions and broadcasting through Twitch. 
it was a wild night. I mean, we went around, we reinforced uh, five different structures. We killed two. Um, we got dusted up with a couple little fleets along the way. Um, they got sent home packing. Uh, so it was a wild night. It was just kind of a culmination of this whole week where you're like, is this really how it's going? Just a week removed from all of this crazy big fighting. And, and you know, it, it is what it is. We, we were unchallenged essentially the entire night. Not, not what's this week been like for you? Uh, it's been fun. Um, being part of that, the M2 Hell Camp is, uh, I think everyone who is just sitting back and waiting for this to go away is, this is something new. Um, you know, a lot of the hell, there have been Hell Camps in the past, but it's always been a lot of work to maintain them. Um, here, we're just sitting on our Keepstar. We can literally log in in the morning, undock, park there, sit there all day, completely safe, and something logs in, we de-tether and kill it. If a lot of stuff logs in, well, you know, it's all going to be tackled there. We get to sit there safely until we decide to fight. Like, this is, it is so easy to maintain this hell camp that I, I would not be looking at this in a good way if I were stuck there. <laughs> I just, I just don't get it. I don't know what they're thinking. You know, uh, the fact that they just rolled over and gave us an entire week to get our morale up, have fun, you know, meme them. Just, I mean, just looking at Reddit. I mean, Reddit, Reddit's in general, don't get your news from Reddit, but you can get a solid pulse as to what's happening in the game and how people are feeling and which side feels like they're doing better than the other. Who's mad? This week it has just, like, I just feel bad for them. I mean, I, I, I know, I know you guys don't because you guys want. You're like, twist the knife, twist the knife. I like, I'm like, oh, that sucks. This, I don't want to be in their shoes. I felt like we, but we were, and it felt like, I, at least I felt that when we started doing the Fountain Frank thing, it was specifically to keep our morale up as we were getting our stool pushed in. And now it's kind of like, I, I have to be, I have to laugh because I, I don't know how, how if you're on the other side. You got just. I'll throw this out to all. How do you keep your morale up after after a week like this? I don't I mean, even hopefully, know. Hopefully, they're gonna just. Uh, I mean, you know, it's on us to fuck up here, and uh, you know, they get their morale up by breaking out of the M two camp, right? That's that's what they got to do. Uh, it some of their moves now make more sense, right? Um, why, at the time when we set up the M two thing happened especially after the armor timer, we didn't know. Uh, we had spy intel suggesting that about 40% of their fleet was trapped. And it wasn't until we went through all the spreadsheets and stuff and found out yesterday that it was 337 Titans. So the some of the uh, confusion and the lack of a response from uh, the bad guys uh, and them getting swept. I mean, the DTACW battle was a very long slog, fighting uphill in the rain both ways. They could hack a node in six minutes. It would take us 15 to 20 minutes to get through a node. It was PL's capital, so they got an ADM bonus. Uh, we all fought hard through that. Everybody was exhausted from the M2 fight. And then we came out on top, despite the fact that we were outnumbered, uh, despite the fact that they had the advantage in terms of ADM and everything else. And we still beat them independent of any of the M2 stuff. So that was pretty cool. But one of the, I, I want to I back up here and address something that I have seen, speaking of the uh, Trappy response and what Trappy has been saying everywhere. Uh, Trappy is focused on CCP. Trappy is focused on blaming somebody else besides their leadership for their fuck up. And I want to move us back to the armor timer in M2. If you guys remember back before all this other shit has happened, the armor layer fight in M2 was a real fight, a genuine 
honest to God fight. There was no server bullshit. The server held. All sides got involved. We killed like 130 of their titans. They killed like 124 of their of our titans. And then they said that it was an even fight. Or that they didn't lose too bad, or that they had hand they won the strategic objective because they reinforced the Keepstar into Hull. Uh, well, I want right. to go I, I, I want to go back to this because we crushed them in that fight. We absolutely crushed Trappy in that fight. Trappy is trappy because there is a thing in warfare that involves position. That whole, we have the high ground thing. We have the high ground and we have 337 puppy titans trapped under a fully operational Keepstar right on our doorstep. I mean, it's pretty close to 1DQ1. M2 might as well be our Ottoman. We have our feet up on their throat. And that is not because of CCP. That is not because of all the excuses that these people are spewing about servers this and me, 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 we looked at the legs, me, 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 server, server, servers. You are in the situation because you done fucked up and you lost the position warfare in the armor layer. So whenever you see a trappy guy, running around and whining about CCB this, CCB that, oh my God, the server's this, oh my God, the server's that, what they are hoping you do. They are hoping that you forget that the reason why they are trappy is because they fucked up the extraction. They should have started extracting and trying to pull their supers and stuff off of the field like an hour and a half before downtime. Right? They should have realized that they were going to be in a, a shitty position. And this is the reason why I'm hammering on this. They have no excuses about the armor timer. There was no CCB bullshit. We were all in heavy tie-dye. They had hours to prepare. They had hours real time to plan, to talk amongst themselves. Because in one of these fights, all we do is talk to each other because we've got lots of dudes. We've got all of our people in a command channel. We're all comparing notes and trying to figure out what the best option is. And tie-dye sucks, but it does give you a chance to think through your position. They fucked up on the armor timer don't let them whine about ccp about the hull timer because right. as we can see that was what decided this well i don't i even though the titan numbers the titan losses were the, roughly the same in that fight um we were way ahead you can see that in the fact that they did not log back in we logged back in we were ready to keep that fight going they were not they had taken as many losses as they were ready to take and they wanted to get out <clears throat> We 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 well we would have been we would have kept going until next downtime if we had to. And that's the and, other thing I think is pretty clear, you know. And and Panda was reminding me of this a, a couple minutes ago. It's it's the reason why the second fight happened at all. They could have easily passed. They could have said, "Hey, you know what? We'll ref it again. You know, it's not a big deal. We we have the iHub. We'll go kill these things. We'll do subcaps. We'll have fun later. We don't have to have this big knockdown dragout fight." Is because. They had those guys trapped there, which was their strategic decision that they made. So yes, I've given I've given Villy and, and his command team a hard time for deciding to jump in in the first place on that fight. But the reality is they didn't have a choice. Between us with our past narrative going after them again, we would have had a field day the rest of the week if they hadn't jumped in and they decided to pass on that fight. It would have been the greatest thing ever. We'd have been playing Neolithicus's song every five minutes on every stream we possibly could do. We've been licking it in local all over the place. We would have run them in the ground with that. But if they had but but they never had that option. Because there were three hundred and thirty seven Titans logged off there that they had to get out. And Two days, two days is enough. I mean, two days is okay. You can tell somebody, all right, look, don't log your main, don't log your alt in for a couple days. It'll be fine. How long are they going to be able to wait before they have to make a major breakout attempt? 
I, honestly, the fact that they've waited this that. long, I think, is too much. No, I'm not. You, go can't, ahead. you can't be. You can't be an FC and make a bad decision because you're going to be made fun of on Reddit for making the right decision. And there, there's I a, mean, the, this whole thing in this war, you're going to get made fun of whichever decision you make. Right. There's a weird crossroads here where asking people to leave, and, and we're talking Titans only, right? There's a lot of other shit logged out there that's not worth chasing down every little thread. There's hundreds of other ships there, capital supers otherwise. Um, everything kind of intersects in this position where the longer that you allow those pilots to linger there, we've got critical mass on the camp. As Brisk was saying, when a Titan warps in and lands on the grid, it is dead in 10 seconds. Um, it just doesn't matter. It's going to get deleted. Look, at We that. were two jumps away in that big fleet that Murph took out Thursday night when a rag jumped in. Two jumps away, and we didn't get there on time to kill the thing. It yeah, was dead by the time we got there. You, you have, if you if you think about the graph or the, the chart that you showed related to who has ships there. So you've got upwards of 10 different groups split up that have Titans stuck on that grid. I cannot even imagine the logistical nightmare of trying to coordinate that without 10 different Imperium spies picking up on that intel. It's a dangerous situation. So if you just blast it, if you make a decision among your top two or three leaders, whoever that may be, we're going to do it at this time on this day, doesn't matter, just do it. That's really bad because what, 50% of the pilots will get that message, be receptive to it, and be able to come? This can be a problem for these guys for a very, very long time. It's sort of like the, the, the Imperium is going to have to get bored with it before they can actually force their will onto the camp. Because I hate to say it, but bringing in 75 interceptors every six hours, that doesn't count as trying to break your people out, you fucking cowards. Um, that's going to get nothing done. So you're just giving the people on the camp more shit to shoot. And by the way, happy sixth birthday, Karma Fleet, from this proud dad. Happy birthday, Karma Fleet. You got your four space daddies on the show. We're all very proud of you. There you go. Wow. Nam Nam, what do you... Just... In terms of morale, you've been through these hell camps before. You've been around as long as anybody in, in Goons. How long do you think we can keep this up? I mean, we did PR Dash for 30 days. And, I mean... We didn't have a that, that was That was in much more difficult circumstances. Like, we, had to, we were sitting in space the whole time. We didn't have a safe place to park. Um, you know, anyone who could go one AFK would come back dead. And here, like I said, we, we're sitting, we're just AFK and a Keepstar. And, you know, I, I have my two Titans parked there and I'm not paying any attention. I'm working, I'm working, I work from home. So my Titans are on over on one screen, I'm ignoring them. Um, somebody calls out something, logs in, ooh, I go over and I'm shooting stuff. I've had my Knicks parked there for a week and I just sit there and wait, you know. Right, right. It's going to be very hard for them. I, I think the only way they're going to get us out of M2 is if they lo lose so much of the space that they've taken that we need to actually re physically relocate our fleet to keep taking more space from them. I mean, I, I really hope we don't fuck this up because, like, right now the, the, the ball to fuck things up is back in our court because Trappy has fucked up so, so catastrophically. 
Uh, I mentioned this on the fireside, but Pro God Legend finally got his million dollar battle. I don't know if you guys remember how Pro God Legend got on some Canadian TV show talking about a million dollar battle where Goonstorm was going to go down and I was going to eat shit and I'm an awful person because he brought up all the wizard hat stuff because Piggle's going to Piggle and Piggles has been on this whole Gurgoon shit for years now. Uh, well, motherfucker finally got his million dollar battle. And I'm going to math this out. And I'm not very good at math, so you guys can correct me. I'll, I'll get a little wrong, and then maybe some trappy guys can get it right and find out that the number is much worse than they expected. But, you know, 337 Titans, that's about, depending on how you do it yourself, that's something like 45 trillion-esque trapped. Uh, we already blew up God knows how many trillions earlier. So functionally speaking, we're kind of, you know, we, we finally have gotten the million-dollar battle. It's just that it was the million-dollar battle that came out of Trappy's hide. Uh, and I'm perfectly cool with it. But, you know, this is on us to, to fuck up. This is this is seriously, guys, like this is one of the biggest reversals, one of the biggest catastrophic fuck ups, one of the biggest ownings like in in gaming history in the history so far. And eventually there will be something bigger than this. Right. Right now, Manfred Sidious is going to bed at night, delighted that he is no longer the biggest loser in the history of EVE Online <laughs> and that it's somebody in the and I don't know who in the trappy leadership team was the guys that really fucked it up. Like we, we blame Villy for it because shit flows uphill. I get blamed for anything that gets wrong in my or I asked him. I asked him flat out, did you do this? And he said it wasn't just me. It was a leadership team decision. So yeah. there's there's so plenty of they blame all get, to spread they all get around. To own it. They all get to own it. And so this is this is not a situation where like one or two people fucked up. This is a situation where thousands of people working together completely screwed everything up at a scale that has never been seen in EVE Online. And so now the problem for us, now that we have 337 Titans trapped, is that they have fucked up so badly that now if we screw up holding them down, then we are whiffing on the opportunity of one of the biggest fuck ups in the history of competitive online nerd shit, right? Um, you know, this is this is for all of us, uh, and this is kind of like why why I wear the blue shirt today because like for all of us, us and Trappy involved in this whole M two thing, like this is this is gaming history. Like this is we have had the biggest battles in the history of online gaming, the most expensive battles in the history of online gaming, the one of the biggest reversals in the history of online gaming with more people involved, more hardware. And I'm sure that there are bigger, like maybe somebody's going to say that I'm wrong and they're going to go out there and going to find them. And I'm fine with that. But all I'm saying is it, it's a big oof. It's, 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 a, it's a really big oof. And now that they have big oofed right in the heart of Delve, if, if we let them out and we, we, we whiff on this stuff, if like they get out tomorrow or something, then uh, we're going to look like a bunch of fucking dumbasses. So to that point, the last time that we saw one of these big Mark, you got this funny look on your face, like what, 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 what's going on? Are you just you're just there? You're just all right. Okay, all right, fine. The last time we saw one of these big hell camps with Titans logged off in bubbles and the rest of that stuff was UALX, and it was test camping PL and NC dot. But PL and NC dot were able to get out because I guess test was not good at the camp. Um, they know they were there. They saw what happened. And Piggles mentioned in, in his uh, in his failure update that uh, that they're getting all kinds of tips on how to get out of uh, how to get out of these camps and log log in before downtime and and chew on a couple of cap boosters while you're in, you're doing an emergency warp and then log out immediately. You'll be fine. Uh, right as downtime hits and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they were not able to keep PL and NC dot in the UALX. Uh, bubbles are we are, hopefully we're doing it differently than they did right i mean the, the situations that i don't remember all the details do you guys remember any of the details of the oilx camp yeah listen this is talk to uh, me mark 
the reason I was so distracted, honestly, is in the back of my mind, I started thinking, what would I do in this situation if it was my people? And the only thought that came to my mind is, does anybody know where that supercar is in cyberpunk that I could go find? <laughs> like, I don't want, I don't want that assignment. I, I consider myself a pretty good space leader and I don't like the way that looks right now. So my advice is not good. Um, dude, it's just, it's a critical mass thing. If critical mass becomes challenged and you get to a point where you can bring enough hardware that you can realistically start clearing the bubbles, then you make a call fast like boom we got the bubbles out of the way everybody log in ski let's get the hell out of here and you sort of break the back of the camp i think the reason why this one is a little bit different is i remember that now that was elo coming in and killing the bubbles gave them a chance to get out that's what right, it was I right okay. so seven months into this thing the 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 uh imperium is pretty whipped up into a frenzy so you have I, i've been playing eve for a pretty long time i know a lot of you guys have too i've never been in a fight where I got, you know, 50 Titans on my killboard in a night. That's unbelievable. Um, so you, it, it was a crescendo that ended up happening at the worst possible moment for these guys because now the organization is awake. You know, how many proto goons have like showed up in the last three? It's unbelievable. People are like, oh, you ever heard of this dude? Let me link this article about this unfucking believable thing this idiot did 10 years ago. <laughs> we haven't seen hide nor hair of him, but he's back now, you know? So I, I just- not fucking Dorn, man. Yeah, the, the org just really woke up and it happened at a time where that is not what these dudes need. So um, they are going to be challenged. And I, I have a lot of alts. I, I know a lot of you guys do too. I, I It sucks when your alts are stuck. You know, you'll get one of those FCs who's like, hey, bro, trust me, just log your dread alts out in the middle of space somewhere and we'll hunt with It'll them. It'll be like, fine. Oh. Yeah, and that sucks. Don't man. worry about that. it. We'll get you out eventually. Yeah. I hate not having like access to my stuff. So I can't imagine what that's like when it's Titans. And the best answer is just alarm clock for downtime, chew on three cap boosters, and we'll get back to you in a month. You know, what the fuck solution is that? That's it's ridiculous. So I, I don't know. There were a hundred ways that they could have made this go better, perhaps challenging their, their Fortizar that was on grid with that rather than just letting us twice show up shoot it not a single response whatsoever we're just at the point now where i think that the wind is completely out of their sails and and it's it's kind of turned into a headwind now uh i, I agree 100 percent. that's why i was thinking all right if you are if you are pappy if you are trappy if you are stuck in the bubbles you got a, a limited amount of time before that becomes the that becomes the reality where you have to get in there and you have to get a morale victory. you got to get some kind of way to say, all right, guys, we're going to turn it around. We're going to fight these guys. I thought they had a chance Tuesday night, and they didn't take it because we outformed them by like 100 people, which I, I couldn't believe. We, we've taken fights in it, and at least in it has. I know that, I know Imperium in general has. We've taken fights where we've been 3-1 to one, uh, outnumbered. We've taken fights where we've been 2-1 outnumbered. We were like 6-5. to five. It, was like a, it was like 600 to 500. And they didn't take that fight. And I asked the guy, I asked some of the FCs, and they just like, you outformed us. I'm like, but you can't just stop fighting every time you get outnumbered. That doesn't, we would never well, have had a fight you, this whole they war. They can, and you can lose. That's that's what they're doing. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. 
Yeah. You, you saw I mean, the pings the other night, Mittens, where after that big, uh, the, the iHub shit we were fucking around with the Fosisov stuff, they actually pinged out with a straight face. We didn't have good enough numbers. They outnumbered <laughs> us by 450 people. Are you fucking kidding me? If that is as deep as the strategery goes is, we've got more people. That's it. And plus one is the only strategy that they've had. And now that we've proven that it doesn't always work, they're they're kind of stuck in this leadership in this in this decision paralysis where they can't figure out anything to do, and it's just funny. I mean, it's funny. I mean, I, they got to do something. At it's some amazing. Point, they're going to try a breakout or something, but been, until they're, they're going to the try a breakout this weekend, right? Like you know, they're going to try breakouts. They have to. They don't have a choice in the matter. But like uh, the <sighs> fuck, man. Like I didn't want to have three hundred thirty-seven Titans trapped. I mean, I think it's great, but it's almost an uncomfortable number right it's a lot of titans and that means it's a lot of forces that are trapped right i would prefer to probably be more like camping 250 titans right scaling too fast and succeeding too much can be a real danger because like you know 337 titans if if we mishandle that that could blow up on our faces real easy right we Uh, kill 50 titans hey 250 still got out so far yeah like so far so far over the course of this war and I'm not saying this to be smug. This is like seriously, like check my notes, check your notes. If you're if you're a trappy guy and you're you're all ass blasted at me, uh, you guys are finally kind of finding out that your leaders are idiots that are full of shit that didn't understand their enemy. So now maybe while you're you're trapped and you have nothing else to do, you can go back and see what we've been saying since July. We said at the start of this war, what did I say? What have I said consistently through this entire process? I said the enemy has blued 103 alliances. They are attempting to turn tranquility basically into serenity. They've gotten the biggest blue donut in history, 150,000 pilots worth of, of trappy now coming at us. We're going to have to bleed them out. It's going to have to take months. We're going to have to seed regions. We're going to have to use our floodplains. We're going to have to use our keep stars. We're going to have to attrit these guys down to a point where we can take some big swings and win some super cap fights because we knew that we would be able to do that because we are better at super cap fights than these guys, right? We know that because we have fought them separately and together uh, repeatedly over the last however many years. Um, Where things get weird, right? And and the reason why I'm like, ooh, 337 Titans, like, yikes, is uh, I did expect, I said, we would do the super cap thing, we would win the super cap fight, and then we would hell camp them. This is still all according to the plan that we've been saying in public since the whole thing began last year. And then we would hell camp them, and then we would clean things up, and then we would begin our counteroffensive and, and you know, sweep and clear things up. The, 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 where things have gone kind of awry is the logistical and political and, frankly, media challenges that come from having such a huge spotlight and so many of these trappy guys trapped in M2. Like, so, you know, we're talking about letting at least one of these groups, actually only one, one golden ticket. I said this on the fireside, you'll hear about it a week later. Only one of these guys is going to be allowed out, but we have to hold the camp. Like we have to hold it for another couple of weeks before any of them come to the negotiating table for the one golden ticket. Uh, but just the, the, the scale, the scale of the fuck up here, or it's maybe not even a fuck up. Maybe our guys are just so awesome and we won. So, cause I don't want to take credit away from the fucking Imperium, right? Like we fought for this win. And the fact that we got the high ground, we earned that high ground. We earned that high ground in the M2 armor fight that we got them stuck under our keep star. We fought exactly for that. Right. It wasn't a fuck up. That was us earning that victory. But holy shit, man! Three hundred thirty-seven Titans. Yikes! That's a that's a. I got a golden plan. twinkle in my eye. You guys get a chance. You get one <laughs> chance. One alliance gets a chance to get out of the bubbles. 
Take it. It's going to be pretty good. All right. Um, we didn't want to smug too much, but I, we kind of have a war update. Are you guys interested in getting a war update now? Is that is it that time of the show? We're kind of there. I think we are. I think we are. Maybe we can get right. somebody to uh, to uh, tell us what's going on. I, I think we're going to do, so for those of you who are watching, we're going to do a war update, and then we have to have, absolutely have to have a story time with Uncle Mittens update, because we need to hear about the fish, because <laughs> my boss is a fish enthusiast. Yeah, so we're going to do that, and then we'll round the show out up. We'll, we'll do a final wrap up, and I've got some announcements and stuff happening in the next couple months, so uh, we'll do that now. But for right now, let's go summons our dear friend Fountain Frank. Oh my god, you guys are not going to believe this. I'm not even kidding. This is the totally the, the best thing that I have seen in forever. And I have to share it with you. So, hi guys, I'm Fountain Frank. You all saw, you all saw Tuesday night when Mittens did his big mic drop on Trash Talk Tuesday that Villy announced they're doing war bonds. Test is doing, after spending a month making fun of the Imperium because we decided that we were going to tell everybody, hey guys, if we need to do war bonds, we're going to be able to do it. Here's how we're going to do it. We'll do it if we have to. And then we decided to do it later. They made fun of, oh my God, you're doing war bonds. The war's over. Oh, you guys are fucking broke. How could you blow through all that? Not all that kind of crap. And then Test decides to do war bonds. Well, guess what? I have, I have, I have some good news. First of all, a giant shout-out to my dear friend, Casey Adore. Casey Adore came up with a plan. And we shared it with, with Quirius George, and he pulled it off. George managed to get in. He managed to get in and capture a stack, a full stack of... Test war bonds. I got them right here. Right here. Right here. War bonds. Right here. Right here. Okay? I'm going to show you guys right now, and then we're going to put it on Reddit. I got a stack of these war bonds. Okay? This is what they're doing. Test is going to announce at some point soon the Test Immediate Capital Leverage Economic Stimulus, a.k.a. the testicles. They are going to announce this. This is part of Villy's new, new test emergency species plan. Villy's new testes. Because, obviously, the old testes are stuck in a bubble in them, too. But anyway, we have, we have these war bonds. There are two classes of war bonds. You have shorn and unshorn. The unshorn ones are obviously better because they have hair on them. But still... You got, we got, we got these war bonds. We're right here. We got it. We got it. Now, what does it do? You buy shares. You have to buy at least two because what's the point of having only one testicle? This certifies 
your name here is the holder of two on short shares worth of Pappy War bonds, which shall be paid back at some time in the future, but not with TTT money because that's villains. Okay? They'll find some other way to pay this back. In witness whereof, Pappy has caused this certificate to be signed by the two people largely responsible for the most lopsided loss in the history of the game on this second day of January 2021. Attested, Billy, and pro God, pro God, I see you're working on your handwriting. Congratulations. I'm telling you guys, we got we got a stack. I got a stack. I don't know how much these are going to be worth down the road, but but let me just say, I mean, listen, I, I wish I could take these and hand them. I want to hand these testicles of tests to Mittens on a silver platter. He deserved it. He earned it. This is his thing. We got him. We're all set. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. If those of you who want to see this in more detail, I just clicked submit on the Reddit post. Go check it out. Enjoy yourselves. Have fun with that. And with me, that's it. That's all I got for Fountain Frank. Casey Adore, you're the man. Thanks for helping us with this. Queries George, you made it happen. Get your testicles today, test. Make sure that you guys can help fund your alliance. I'm out. Enjoy it. Bye, everybody. We're going to the fish segment in just a minute. Back to you all. Well, I didn't know if you were gonna play. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just stunned. I, I. Merkelgen, help me out here. What, what, what the fuck? <laughs> I had a question for Frank that I didn't actually get to ask, so maybe I can just ask you. I would you say that it is accurate that there are two slightly swollen, maybe throbbing bubbles of testes in M2 Tech, trying to achieve release, perhaps? It's an accurate description. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So anyway, I I have to say that I was very impressed. That is some solid black hand work on the part of Quarius George there. Uh we, we definitely made that happen. Now Sorry. All, all fun aside, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was uh we had a lot of fun with that. Casey Adore came up with the joke and fed it to me, and we went and made it up and, and did the photoshops and everything. So, uh, get your testicles right now, guys. Oh We're gonna make you got it. We gotta make test great again. We're gonna make it work. Um, last week on the show, Sunday night, we talked about fish because we found out that our boss is a fish enthusiast. So we decided we're going to do a new segment tonight. Well, it's not really a new segment. We've had this before. We haven't had a reason for it. We're going to do story time with Uncle Mittens, and he's going to tell us everything there is to know about his beta fish. He's going to introduce him to the world. So here we go. That's right. Story time with here Uncle we Mittens. Go. Um, yeah, so I, I genuinely thought that when I talked about model railways, uh, model railroads if you're in the U.S., that that would be what I would eat shit about for being a gigantic turbo nerd. Uh, but we're doing the fish thing. So we're going to talk about fish. And next week, All right. uh, I'm going to show you guys some pictures of uh, my trains. I'm pretty excited. Here we go. Fish. We're ready for the fish. All right. Let's do it. Fish time. We got it. Fish time. We're starting with the fish time. <laughs> Love it. Okay. This rules. Um, so, yeah. Story time. Uh, basically, uh, 
you know, my girlfriend uh, brought home a betta fish. She, her family does fish keeping stuff uh, or whatever, has always had like aquariums as being a thing in, in her background. And we were going to get a Christmas present. So it was like, hey, cool. Like, you know, I, uh, this betta fish named Pete. And uh, can you, can you show us Pete? Here, here we go. We, we got some pictures. Picture. So here is, this is Mitten's tank. Pete this is, is in the little is, open, this is back in the corner. Yeah, so this is a 10-gallon tank, and you can see in the, the back left there. Uh, so Pete started out in a 5-gallon. You're just your standard issue, generic 5-gallon uh, tank. And then for Christmas, we were like, hey, let's get, you know, I, I love this little fucking betta fish. Like, he is so feisty. Uh, he gives no fucks. Uh, he, he's basically a Chad fish. And he's also, like, it was like a $5 betta fish, but compared to all the other betta fish, like, very, very beautiful, like, sort of a hidden gem. Uh, and... Uh, he rules. He 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 sort of swims around like a fucking water dragon. It has a lot of personality. And I didn't know the fish could have personality because I thought fish were fucking fish. Like I'm new to all this. So I am not just a fish enthusiast. I am a novice fish enthusiast, which means that my, my goal here is mainly to not kill Pete and not kill the three bloodfin tetras that are in the tank. Uh, we also have a 29 gallon tank and there are some tiger barbs in there. And I have to say, this is going to be a fish joke that only people that are into fish will get so remember you asked for this you made fish keeping jokes now here we are is that goons basically are barbs goons act a lot like barbs they will destroy absolutely everything if there is not a clear chain of command barbs are incredibly like you know there's like an alpha barb and then they will destroy everything in the tank they will murder zone everything if you do not keep track of them and otherwise they just sort of derp around uh trying to uh eat or chase or bite uh, anything that they can get their 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 little Barbie mouths on, um, so yeah, that's cool. And uh, you know, we'll talk about some of the other tanks later. But that is that is the fish bit. So basically, we we started with uh, Pete in a five gallon tank, and then for Christmas, uh, we now have a ten gallon tank. We have a twenty nine gallon tank, and the original five gallon tank. So uh, suddenly, we've gone from having Pete to Pete and friends and a bunch of other fish, and it's very it's escalated quickly. And I'm trying to not accidentally fuck up and, and kill the little buggers because uh, they're really cool. It is really relaxing. Uh, I don't know if we can talk about this kind of thing on Twitch TV. Uh, so I'm going to again use the uh, how I met your mother uh, uh, sort of language for this. Uh, if you're eating sandwiches, if you have been eating sandwiches recently, uh, fish didn't, I didn't understand uh, the importance of fish until I realized how you could combine them with uh, various other of my recreational activities. But it's a really good combo and I highly recommend it, especially when you eat enough sandwiches that you think you can understand what the fish are doing in their body language. Uh, so yeah, fish, they're pretty cool. So that's Pete, I hey, love Pete. Now we, we did say we, we, we wanted to take up a collection and get and get, uh, get Mittens a new fish. So we were thinking about getting him a clownfish. We thought you guys might like to. He might like to have one of those in there. I don't. I don't know if that'll fit. I don't know how well Pete would do with the clownfish in there. No, because you know that's a. We thought it might be pretty a, good. So uh, that would be a saltwater tank. Oh, there are. Right, it's there a saltwater right. tank for Trappy because all they swim in now is their own salt. <laughs> their own tears, swimming in tears. There you go. There you go. Um, the difference between Villy and a Placastomus. One of them is a scum-sucking bottom feeder, and the other is a fish. Hey, hey you yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I really like my pleco. Like, I've got a pleco that actually has personality and, like, swims around. A lot of plecos just sit there and suck scum. Uh, but we've got a really cool pleco, and, you know, I wouldn't want to insult him by comparing him to uh, to uh, uh, the Pickle Man and his uh, million-dollar clownfish battle. 
All right. Coddle there you go. All right, everybody. That's it. Next week, if we're gonna do a hobby segment, I'm gonna I'm gonna unload about uh, broad gauge and Victorian era pre-grouping uh, British steam engines. This is this is what you get. Next, next show, this show was fish. Next show is trains. At some point, we'll do uh, Brisk's uh, uh, ship models in the basement thing. We'll figure that out. I uh, did want to give a, a, a good shout out. We had we had an announcement today. Uh, the Imperium is going to be doing our our ter- our version of the Alliance tournament. We call it Anger Games. Software Sale and Dave Statil are setting that up. Uh, we're going to start rolling some information, more information about that out to you guys in the coming weeks. It's going to be set up for April. So if you want to get involved in a nice 7v7 fight uh, in the style of the Alliance Tournament, look forward to the Anger Games. I gave them a, I wanted to give them a pitch because I want to make sure you guys are aware of it. We have 1,371 people, so now you know. Knowing is half the battle. We'll get you set up uh, uh, with more details in the coming weeks with the Discord and all that kind of stuff. So for me, Brisk Rubal, for Merkel Chen, for Anominate, for Mitani, we've been here just having a good old fireside. Do you guys have any final parting words for the audience before we get out of here on this Saturday? January 9th. Do you notice how this strikes me for some reason? He takes everything way too seriously, our boss. Like, who calls it? (laughs) If someone, do you have a fish? I own a fish. He calls it fish keeping. I learned that from YouTube. (laughs) I learned that from YouTube. Fish keeping. Fish fish keeping. I've got to let them graze. Then I'm going to bring them back home. You know, like, I don't, it just strikes me because, yeah, somebody would say like, yeah, yeah, I have a fish. I have a fish. Mittens is fish keeping, however. Fish keeping. We're going to have to get uh, Software Soul and the guys to rename the Anger Games the Angler Games because our boss is a fish enthusiast. So we got to do that. We got to do that. Nom Nom, any final words for for, uh, for our guests? I've decided that the this whole war is actually driven by a, a what seems to be a law of the universe, which is that goons always take delve on an odd numbered year. So this whole war just we had to get to twenty twenty one to fulfill that prophecy. <laughs> I love it. All right, everybody, thank you all. I am Brisker Ball. You're joined by the Matani, by Anominate, by Merkel Chen. This has been the Meta Show for January 9th. Pine cones to lend to Est. I don't have, actually, my mug is right here. Here's the mug. (laughs) And you stay classy, New Eden.